Hey, good morning, Refuge. It is so exciting to be with you on this Labor Day weekend. We hope wherever you're at, you're having a blast. Actually, if you don't mind, wherever you're at, joining us on YouTube or Facebook, jot down what you have been doing this weekend or what you still have plans to do because Labor Day weekend is one of those classic weekends in our life where it kind of transitions from summer into the fall season and it's a last good hurrah to take advantage of these are hot days. Yeah, well, yeah. the AC is running, that's for sure. The electrical yeah. bill is going through the roof. So. <laughs> Your wow, house, you too, mine as well. Man, that'd right? be nice. Yeah. That's the life. Oh, you don't have AC? <laughs> we don't have AC. <laughs> right now, let's just pray over here. Yes. That's our service right there. Hey, the last time that we had a chance for all three of us to be on screen together and sharing with you was actually at the beginning of this coronavirus journey. Do you remember? Oh, that's amazing. That was yeah. March 15th. March yeah. 15th. Wow. wow. We've come a long way. It's been many months, and uh, thank you for taking the journey with us and, and choosing to continue to connect with our refuge community as we've taken things online and as we have said over and over again, the door has been open to refuge and to so many churches around the world yeah. because we're able to connect virtually wherever you're at and to be real honest, whenever you're at. And we've gotten a little better too yeah. from the last oh. uh, Mar March 15th. We were on iPhones and iPads and now yeah, we it, actually have It looked some... like 1992 on that <laughs> yeah. version. Like a VHS tape. Oh, man. Yeah. Right? Yes. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. That's okay. Our, our tech team has done an amazing, amazing. job amazing. of yeah. uh, setting so us up good. for success yes. to make life happen here yeah. at Refuge. So. For sure. It's been a good thing. Yeah. Um, how are you guys doing? Oh, so good. So you, good. You were such, <laughs> such a liar. No, <laughs> so this is so hard. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Well, I, I mentioned to someone earlier that if you take people away from church, like pastors are hating life right now. Yeah. And I just miss people. Yeah. yeah. Cannot yeah, for wait sure. for the return. And our hope and our prayers are that it's going to happen soon. Absolutely. We, yeah, we miss you as we a community. We, we love that we can do this through technology, but we also miss being in person. So soon, right? Let's yeah. just keep praying yeah. big prayers. So true. Yeah. So you meanwhile, I'm just going to keep randomly texting people <laughs> and being like, I miss you. Yeah. <laughs> and you Do might go even, to our church? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just random people. Yeah, it doesn't matter what number it is. Just, just text them. <laughs> like, I live in yeah. Arizona. Refuge misses you. Who Who's Refuge? <laughs> it's like all those people wondering if if I'm going to vote for them. Yeah. Are you getting those texts? I get random yes. texts. Yep. I'm going to start inviting them to church. That's a great idea. A or I'm going to keep their number, and when I sign up for anything, I'm using it. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Great idea. idea. <laughs> hey, you might even notice that we're in a different segment of our sanctuary. We're here at Refuge in the heart of Old Town Orange, and we're positioned differently. We're not on stage yeah. like we typically would. We obviously want the warmth of it, but we've got some really cool news about why Labor Day we're doing things differently because some exciting things are happening. Tell yeah. me about it. No, it's it's really kind of cool. Um, we are we're, we're painting the building on the inside, and um, after years of great care, um, this building was ready for a fresh coat of paint, and it was also ready for maybe even a new color palette. So our interior designer Nikki <laughs> has helped us come up with some amazing colors. No, actually, it was pretty much yeah. a democratic, it was a collaborative, yeah. collaborative, yeah. collaborative with, moment. With lots of people, yeah. too. unless they don't like it, and then you can blame it on me. It's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not, it's going to look great. It's going to be awesome. It is, but a, a whole crew is here all weekend long for Labor Day weekend painting yeah. the building. And why are we painting right now?
right now? Well, it's easy because there's not a lot of people in the building, A. But B is we can't wait to show you what it's like when you get to come back and join us for services. Well, they also made us take the pews out because they needed to get the scissor lift in here too. Yeah, there's no room for anybody. There's no room for the last three chairs. It's true. That's all we got. Yeah. But you know, one of my favorite things during this quarantine time, Jason and I have been watching a lot of HGTV. So we love the big reveal. Like, that's the most exciting part. Sometimes I just want to fast forward and get to the end, you know? So it's going to be really fun when we can do that. We're going to do the move the bus thing in the front. Partly because there's a bus stop and the bus stops right in front of church, but we'll use it. We should time it perfectly for that. (laughs) Hey, guys. Move that bus. (laughs) Tie. You're you're good tie penning thing. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Well, here at Refuge, there are a few things coming up, and we'll even get to some more announcements in just a a minute or two. But there's some cool things that are happening. We hope that you have had a chance to customize your church box, which includes the story. And we've been talking about this for a few weeks. Regardless of whatever age you're at, if you're an adult, you're a student, you're in upper elementary, lower elementary, or you've got kids in the home that are toddlers and infants, um, there's a story edition for you. And we want to take this distance learning thing seriously, even for church, and push it into your home so that you're walking through scripture together. The beautiful thing about the story is it's 31 chapters get you through the entire Bible. Yeah, it's and amazing. Not like it's it's blasphemous or taking things differently. It's just truncating the storylines. There are books of the Bible that will tell the same story. So rather than having some of the repeats, it just kind of gives you one easy read through all of Scripture. You, you know what I'm most excited about? What? In a few days, we're going to go deliver these. Actually, yeah. this next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're right. Yeah. So if you've already pre-ordered and customized your church box, you'll be able to get yours this week, but it's not too late. If you add yourself to the list, we still want to get it to you. Yep. Yeah. So make sure you do that. I'm holding the student edition. So if you've got students in the house, high school, college, maybe junior high, this will be theirs. And it's it's been a fun read so far. So I hope you want to want to join us. Yep. Love it. Yeah. What else is happening? Gosh, so much. <laughs> That's two. She's lied twice. <laughs> we um, need to get her some AC. I'm really concerned about her. Yeah. Or, I don't yeah. know. Have you had coffee? Maybe some iced coffee would be nice. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Thank you for, for that. Yeah. Hey, we talked about last time we gathered was March 15th, the three of us, and we shared with you the news that we would be going into a season of the unknown, and it has been an amazing few months, and it's been a hard few months. Um, yeah. And it's interesting to think that the last real service, quote, real service that we had was March 8th, 2020, which is a long time ago. Uh, and we miss you. We miss seeing you in, in person. We've seen a few of you show up here and there at random events that we've done. Some of you have come to the blood drives that we've done. You've come and packed packages for foster kids and their families. You've been a part of these moments. Some of you came to the beach and watched the baptism service that we did. Uh, but we miss you. And it's hard to think that March 8th was the last real service that we did together. Not to say that what we have been doing hasn't been real. It's just the last time that we gathered in a full uh, community format was March 8th. And if you remember, if you were there at that service, uh, we had some guests with us, Aaron and Sarah Svenby and their family, and they're friends of refuge. And they are interested in kind of expanding the kingdom, taking the good news of Jesus around the world. Um, and they shared more specifics about their, 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 what they're up to. And today we actually get to have them back with us and they're going to share the message for Labor Day weekend for Refuge. It's going to be great. I'm I so love excited. Yeah. They, they are awesome. I got to go visit them, which was really nice. But I didn't see the whole family because okay. they have an amazing oh. family. But Aaron was able to uh, spend a little time with us and some friends. So yeah, yeah. it was really cool. And even hear more of his story. So that was really, really cool time. Yeah, we can't wait for you to hear from them today. They've prepared a message unique for refuge and uh, you get to be a part of that uh, today. So yeah, it's a fun Labor Day. Yeah, you're going to love it. Yeah. Is there anything else? 
I feel like you're the one who remembers everything, except you've lied twice. So what else? <laughs> well, I just want to encourage you, whatever you're doing this Labor Day, whether you're watching it live right now on Sunday or later on in the week, invite a friend to church. Send this out to them. Yeah. Text them the link to this or just uh, share it on your Facebook page. However it is that you invite people to church during this kind of modern age, we want to make sure that you are able to do that. And then let us know in the comments, where are you watching from? We love to get to know you guys. We want to connect with you. So say hi to us. Let us know where you're watching from. And um, yeah, thanks for joining us at Refuge today. Morning, Refuge. It is great to be here with you virtually. Uh, it's hard to believe that the last time we were here, we were elbow bumping, eating pizza. It's uh, It's been quite a ride since then. And um, you know, when we reflect back on that service, um, it was the first time we had ever seen anywhere in the U.S., anywhere around the world, hanging donuts. I'm just going to let true. that sink in. We had not seen that before. No. <laughs> and it's crazy because if we had known what we were going to be going into, we would have we not <laughs> let our four kids eat almost all the donuts except for two. Yeah. So. If you, probably, you, <laughs> you probably missed out on the donuts that day is what we're yes. saying. We didn't know it was your last chance. We did it. It was our kids. It was us. So if you've been really missing those donuts since mm -hmm. then, we're sorry. We yes. apologize. We would have not eaten all of them if we had known we were going to mm -hmm. go into a season like this. So. Yes. But it's great to be back with you here virtually. And thank yeah. you for joining us this morning. For sure. Yeah, we had no idea the world was going to go mad. Like, yeah, I mean, who knew that everything was going to get turned upside down? So we've been on this journey of gaining partners. And, you know, all the churches closed down. Pastors, uh, your pastors have done an amazing job many pastors were they're trying drowning yeah. really trying to figure this out so um so how are we doing on headed to eurasia yeah it's been it's been rough probably for the same for you guys i mean we we went from basically having every sunday booked for six months um to nothing and of course you know it, pastors are still trying to figure this all out the rules are changing it seems like Every week they're changing. And so um, we have been kind of in a holding pattern right now mm -hmm. of just trying to figure out. We really were hoping to be over there by now, um, but we're not. We're just in waiting. And so it's been a really interesting process. There's been hard times, but then there's been really great times where God is showing us. Because we had asked God during this itineration process, would you please turn us into the people that we are supposed to be when we get over there. And so this is part of that process. And we've been uh, getting to be challenged. Um, Sarah has been doing great. She, she homeschools our boys. And so that hasn't been a big adjustment for her. But, uh, and then I've been taking a lot of online classes uh, for ministry degree. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been wild. Yeah. How do you feel it's been going? Well, <laughs> yeah, I know. So we're on this pause, but we're trusting God because I really feel like what we kind of want to uh, bring to you today our message is when it's out of our hands it's still in God's hands yeah, and so right. just knowing that the world's gone mad you can like take <laughs> a wheel spin it put your finger on something and 
find anything to be mad about, anything. right? Anything. Yeah. Schools got <laughs> schools got closed, right? Yeah. Jobs got canceled. Mm -hmm. I mean, masks. Masks. Do you yes. Wear them? Do you not wear them? Riots, racism, That's like crazy. things have gone crazy. Yeah. But we don't want to sound like like the news no, today because <laughs> you see enough of that. So we're going to give you a little bit of truth today. Yeah. And Amen. we feel like God is showing us, and we want to share this morning that your circumstance does not have to determine your contentment. Yeah, so we have a few scripture verses that we're going to be navigating this morning. Uh, if you have your Bibles, turn to Philippians 4, 11 through 13. I'm going to read this. For I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know, that I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation whether fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. This is crazy. He says, whatever the circumstance, I've learned to be content in all situations. Paul is writing this. So who is this Paul? Like, why does he know about all situations, all circumstances? So that's what we're going to dive into today. Yeah, Paul. So our main text is, if you'll flip over to Acts 16, verse 16 through 24. We're going to start there. And here, Paul has just actually escaped, like, for his life. Like, yeah. he was just stoned, actually, left for dead. And he's escaped on this journey. And he's in a new city now. And here we go again, Acts 16, 16, I'll read it to you. It says, as we were going to the place of prayer, so each day they had been going, speaking uh, to the people about Christ. Well, they were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune telling. She followed Paul, crying out, these men are servants of the most high God who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And this she kept doing for many days. Paul, having become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. But when her owners saw that their hope of gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they had brought them to the magistrates, they said, These men are Jews and they're disturbing our city. They advocate customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to accept or practice. So the crowd joins in and attacks them, and the magistrates tore the garments off them, gave orders to beat them with rods, and when they had inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them in prison, ordered the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this order, the jailer put them in the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. So what in the world? <laughs> Here's Paul. He's in prison. He's already run for his life. So now he's in prison. For what? For okay, what? Nothing. For preaching about Jesus. Mm -hmm. for, for casting an evil spirit out of a slave girl. He didn't get any sort of, what, jury? Nothing. No jury no was trial. called. No trial. He's now in jail. Effectively for committing no crime. That's crazy. I mean, like... Where's the freedom of speech in this thing? Where's, Where's like, somebody get a lawyer, right? right? Like, this is not fair. This is not right. 
somebody, if they had social media, would have posted this everywhere, right? right? It would have been everywhere. It was exploded. You know, where's the outrage from this? He did nothing. It's completely out of his hands. He and his friends just were beaten and now thrown in prison. For mm-hmm. what? For nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. But what's crazy is that even though this is out of his hands, we'll, we'll read further, this Maybe it's out of his hands, but it was not out of God's hands. Yeah. The situation was still in God's control. Yeah. So what's Paul doing while he's in jail? Okay, so I'm going to read the next verse. We're still in Acts 16. Now we're in verse 25. So it's about midnight. Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening wow. to them. So he wasn't outraged. He wasn't screaming. He wasn't complaining. He's singing and praising <laughs> God during this. Who is this guy? Okay, <laughs> let me just clarify. This was not written about Aaron and Sarah. This is not us because we would have been complaining, right? We would have been screaming. Who's helping us on the outside, right? Why are we in jail? This is Paul, though, and we want to bring you truth. We want to bring you encouragement. We need this encouragement. We need it. Yeah, exactly. So he's worshiping God, and why is he worshiping God? I think he's worshiping God because his love for God is not dependent upon his circumstance. Mm -hmm. You see, his joy is not dependent on his comfort level. It's deeper. You see, we're all in an uncomfortable situation right now, right? So we can spend all our time getting mad, complaining, (laughs) sounding like our children whining all day long, right? We can sound like that, or we can stop, stop complaining and start praying. Stop whining and start praising. And I just want you to think about his life. If you haven't read about Paul's backstory, you really need to. Open that Bible and check it out for yourself. Because he's encountered the living God. Like you can't go back to anger and bitterness and rage and hatred Mm -hmm. and like harming those that don't think like you do. You can't go back to that when you've encountered the living God. And I just want to ask you, friends out there at Refuge, have you encountered God like that? So much that you can't turn back to that anger that you can't pick up that sword and get angry and, and want to fight. I mean, I we have plenty of opportunity right now, it's right? It's crazy. Like, our nation is divided right now. Yeah. I mean, all you've got to do is just go on any social media platform for just a couple moments, and you'll see that our nation is hurting. Our nation is very upset. Very, there's outrage happening all the time. And believe me, I, it, some of the craziest things are being said and done, and is this thing real? You know, all this stuff. And there's so many times that we want to react. Like we, we want to write that very smart but yet snarky remark, you know, that just kind of digs just a little bit. And, oh, believe me, it's so tempting. We've been there so many times. But, like, that is not going to change anybody's heart. Let me ask you this. When has... When's the last time that your outrage or your snarky remark brought anyone closer to Christ? When has it changed anyone's mind for that matter or even won an argument? It hasn't. It never has. So let's dive back into the text. Paul and Silas. 
excuse me, aren't yelling outrage. They're worshiping. They're praying to God. They know and they trust him. The one who holds their circumstances, our circumstances, in his hand. So if we pick up verse 26, sorry, it says, and suddenly, so they're praising, and suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bonds were unfastened. When the jailer woke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried out with a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we're all here. And the jailer called for lights and rushed in, and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas, and he brought them out, and he said, the first thing he says is, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you'll be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night. He washed their wounds, and he was baptized at once, he and all his family. Then he brought them up into his house, set food before them, and he rejoiced along with his entire household that he had believed in God. So how awful (laughs) were these magistrates, these bosses of the jailer, that he immediately is going to commit suicide when an earthquake, rather than tell them an earthquake happened and the, all the, j- broke. <laughs> and all the jailers left. Of course they would, right? Mm-hmm. No, but they didn't. Mm-mm. Paul had a choice to make, he right? Had a choice. And this is what's really cool about this passage and what God has been showing us is that this is the deciding moment for Paul. This is when all that preparation, that being content in all circumstances came out. Like he had a choice right then and there to flee. I mean, Mm -hmm. he had every opportunity to leave that cell justified. Remember, he wasn't even supposed to be in there. He could have watched this jailer commit suicide, but he didn't. And this is a crazy thing. Like he had enough love and mercy, even for his enemies, for the people that were persecuting him and putting him in this place to sit and to wait for God's timing. It's crazy. You know, it's amazing to read what the jailer's response was to this. He instantly says, how can I be saved? Mm -hmm. And I bet this is because he had never seen anyone act like this. I mean, you can imagine that if the prison bars flew open, they were gone. And that's probably what he was expecting when he went in here. And his shock, the change of mind would have been when he sees that they're still there. Because Paul yells out, no, we're still here. Don't harm yourself. We're still here. And I think it's just so cool that this jailer got to see Paul. Someone who is trustworthy. Someone with character that stands the test of circumstances. God saw fit to use this horrible situation, these horrible circumstances paired, hear this, paired with a worshipful heart. Because we read what Paul did. He was worshiping and praying. He used horrible circumstances paired with a worshipful heart to bring another close to Christ. His whole family was saved. 
it's it's nuts. I mean, to read a man, you know, who was going to commit his his suicide and end his life is now coming to Christ. And that's a challenge for us, friends. I mean, to to think about what is what Paul is encouraging us, what the, God's word is encouraging us to do in these times and yep. in these moments. With these difficult situations. <clears throat> so, um, excuse me. <clears throat> I would just wanted to f- finish with, um, you know, you might think Paul's this kind of like pushover, passive kind of guy, like, oh, I'm not going to leave the jail cell, right? He sounds like it in this if you didn't know much about him. Um, but no, if you actually read on further past what we shared today, <clears throat> The next morning, there is word that Paul and Silas were to be freed. The magistrates were like, okay, they are, you guys can go free. But Paul's like, actually, you know, you went ahead and beat us in front of everyone. So why don't you go ahead and walk us out of jail free? <laughs> so he's like, he's not this passive, passive guy. He's not like pushover, whatever. He's like, walk us out of jail so everyone can see that you are setting us free because what you did was wrong. So he is standing for justice. He's making a point for justice right there. But he's not digging his heels in and throwing a fit and making a scene. In fact, they asked him, hey, we want you to leave the city. So he's no longer welcome. (laughs) (laughs) He's no longer welcome. Mm -hmm. But he didn't say, no, we're not leaving. No, they actually left. They went on their way. Mm -hmm. So you got this situation we're in a situation right now. You want to know how to act wisely. You want to know what comments to make on social media, what, what, how you want to put yourself out there in front of people. Well, Proverbs says, if you really want to become wise, you must begin by having respect for the Lord. To know the Holy One is to gain understanding. You see, I would encourage you, Know the Holy One. Know Him. Start to read this book if you've left it empty for a while. If you've left it on the shelf, nobody's touching it, open this book and read a little bit. Man, getting to know the Holy One's going to give you wisdom in how to act during these days. You see, spend your midnight hour worshiping God. Why not? You've got a terrible day coming up tomorrow. Spend your midnight hour praising Mm -hmm. God. Because he'll use any situation. He'll use the darkest of situations to make a difference in this world, to make a difference in your heart Mm -hmm. and in others' heart. You can stop whining and start witnessing. You can stop complaining and start giving glory to God. Make a difference. Don't let this time pass you by. Go ahead and keep advancing the kingdom of God. Keep making a difference in people's lives. And yeah, and our circumstances, they do not have to determine our contentment. They yeah. don't. I mean, as we learned with this, Paul is learned to be content in all things. What a challenge for us this mm-hmm. morning with everything going nuts. We've got elections coming. Can't even imagine how it's going to be. Mm. But we get a choice, don't we? Yeah. We get a choice to be content. We get a choice to love our enemies so mm-hmm. much that we'll stay put, mm. hear them out, and love them like Christ told us to love them. Yeah. So it's... Yeah. God's not far. He's not far. He's a prayer away. Even in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's here with us. And yeah. So That's as we close, we wanted to pray over you guys. 
like I said, this is, you know, this is a challenge for us. I would love to sit here and say that we have totally got this down, <laughs> but we don't. We're in process, um, and we've had those moments, probably like you have, that it's very hard, it's very frustrating, but God is still at work. His Holy Spirit is still moving and working in this situation, in our circumstances, mm -hmm. in this very circumstance in our state. So um, this morning as we pray for you, I'd, I'd love for you just to um, do something different. Maybe just open your hands up like this, just to receive from God. Wherever you are, wherever you're seating, uh, if you could just open up your hands. And we're going to pray. We're going to pray with you. This is a prayer that we want to pray to challenge, challenge you, challenge our hearts. And we're going to just ask God to help us to, in, to know this love, this contentment. So let's pray. God, I thank you so much for who you are. I thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to come into this world to show us a new way, to challenge us, to look at things differently. God, I ask that you would move upon our hearts this morning. God, if we're frustrated about something, would you just allow it to dissipate and to fall away? God, I ask right now that in these challenging times, that you would help us to remember the scriptures. Help us to remember what you've taught us to do. Help us to be joyful and worshipful in this time. God, there are so many people that are out there hurting, so many people that are out there lost, that are angry. I mean, America is just mad right now. So we ask, God, that you would give us the insight, the inspiration, and the guidance to navigate this as you want us to. God, we lift you up and we thank you for being with us through every situation, the good and the bad, the confusing and the clear. God, we love you. We lift you up and we say thank you for what you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for yes. taking the time this morning to, to watch. And it's really great, even though we can't be with you, um, and, it steal was, and steal your donuts. And steal your donuts. We've got to bring that back up again. Um, even though we can't steal your donuts in person, yes. uh, we are super happy to be uh, back here and to be able to connect with you guys and just want to encourage you. Um, we love you. We appreciate yeah. you guys. Keep, keep making a change in this city. Keep, keep living for Christ and being worshipful in those moments. Yeah, yeah have a great Labor Day weekend. Yeah, have Love fun. you guys. Love you guys. Hey, you just saw a giving slide on your screen, and we want to support the Svenby family. Aaron and Sarah have become friends to our community, but when we started Refuge over five years ago, we knew full well that we didn't want to just have resources come to Refuge and stay here. We wanted to be a conduit for God's blessing out into the city that we find ourselves in, as well as around the world. So if you would like to participate with us and partner with us in blessing our, our community here in Orange, but also the Svenby family. You'll have opportunities to do that through Refuge. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you to them for sharing with us today. I hope you caught some of the sound bites that they talked about. The idea that your circumstances don't dictate your contentment. That is a good word for this season that we find ourselves in. But we love you, Refuge. We will See you someday soon, and we will look forward to joining with you next weekend. Have a great Labor Day weekend.